the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Business 1440 KYCR, Golden Valley, a service of Salem Media Group. Streaming worldwide at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. British lawmakers are holding their first weekend sitting in almost four decades to discuss Brexit. Lawmakers set to vote on whether or not to approve it. Prime Minister Boris Johnson's Brexit deal with the EU. California's top regulator blasting the state's largest utility after PG&E cut off power to more than 2 million people last week has a precaution against wildfires. Failures in execution combined with the magnitude of this event created an unacceptable situation that should never be repeated and that requires scrutiny and correction. California Public Utilities Commission President Mary Bell Batcher says PG&E failed its customers with last week's preemptive power shutoff to parts of northern and central California. Governor Gavin Newsom has blasted the San Francisco-based utility for what he called decades of mismanagement. Critics of the for-profit utility ruined calls to break it up. Prepare your vehicle for the weather ahead during Superstart Battery Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts with great deals on batteries and accessories. Plus, save on your next oil change with five quarts of Valvoline Max Life Motor Oil and a MicroGuard filter, just $28.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. Critics of President Trump often express bafflement over why his broad support among conservatives is so enduring. The answer is short and simple. Trump is establishing a record of genuine and possibly lasting conservative reforms. The latest came on October the 9th when he signed two executive orders designed to improve transparency when government agencies issue or enforce guidance on how to best comply with a law or regulation. Don't be fooled by that word, guidance. These informal missives from the vast federal bureaucracy carry extraordinary real-world costs and sometimes extremely destructive punishment. Now, Trump is bringing down the hammer on the guidance-addicted bureaucrats. Quote, this regulatory overreach gravely undermines our constitutional system of government, Trump said. Now that is conservatism. And it's conservatism that attracts conservatives. How blindingly obvious. I'm Hugh Hewitt. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Did you know that 45% of consumers look at your online reviews, comments, and feedback to decide if they want to do business with you and your company? I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of Salem Media Group Twin Cities, and I want to introduce you to Salem Surround, the next generation answer to digital marketing for your local business. Salem Surround can help your company get the most out of their online reviews and reputation. Call Alyssa for more information at 651-289-4406. The Wall Street Business Network is on the air. It's the King Banyan Show. As an educator and former legislator, Professor Banyan steps out of the classroom and onto the airwaves to break down the local and national economic news that matters to you. Just say what you got, man. It's the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Now, here's King Banyan. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, Business 1440, second hour today. Our first hour mostly spent trying to keep track of what's happening in... uh, in Britain at this moment, um, in the last 10 minutes, a tweet from the Conservative Party's uh, Twitter account says the Prime Minister will not ask for a delay. He will tell EU leaders there should be no more delays and we should get Brexit done on October 31st with our new deal so the country can move on. Uh, it is very interesting uh, to, to read uh, that, in fact, uh, you had 10 conser- independent conservatives, meaning those that had been 
had been uh, tossed out of the tossed out of the uh, by 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 uh, Boris Johnson for voting for the Ben Act. Um, ten of them did. Ten of them voted for Letwin. Twelve did not. So they got close. Had he had those other ten conservatives with him, this amendment would not have passed. So, very simple analysis there. Um, very, it's very simple. I'm trying. I'm trying to do. Uh, trying to do this. Uh, uh, trying to do this in in, in about as uh, careful a way as I can. But it would appear that it would appear that uh, the splitting of uh, some of his uh, conservatives who were were kind of uh, wishy washy on Brexit. Uh, indeed uh, cost him perhaps uh, the vote on Letwin. But they now say they are not going to go, they're, n- they're going to tell them, you know, we have to send you a letter. We'll send you the letter. But uh, but even though we're giving you the letter, uh, we believe that you shouldn't, you shouldn't uh, extend us. We believe we can still get this done by the 31st. Um, so we will see the next the next attempt will be of course to pass the withdrawal uh, agreement uh, withdrawal amendment and then the accompanying uh, uh, legislation on on um, starting on Monday uh, but it appears for all intents and purposes they are done for today six five one two eight nine four four seven seven the number to call questions and comments. Um, one more bit of audio to play for you cons- regarding this, uh, regarding the Fed was, uh, in fact, uh, Vice Chair Richard Clarida, who was speaking at the uh, uh, the CFA Institute's uh, uh, annual meeting on Friday, uh, also in Washington, as we heard uh, Gorman and Diamond um, speaking in the last hour. Um, Rich Clarida speaking on the risks that the that the Federal Reserve has observed in the marketplace. These are these are risks that we've been talking about for some time. Let's play cut number one from Clarida. But despite this favorable baseline outlook, the U.S. economy does confront some evident risks in this the eleventh year of economic expansion. Business fixed investment has slowed notably since last year. Exports are contracting on a year over year basis, and Indicators of manufacturing activity are weakening. Global growth estimates continue to be marked down, and global disinflationary pressures cloud the outlook for U.S. inflation. U.S. inflation remains muted. Over the 12 months through August, PCE inflation is running at 1.4%, and core PCE inflation is running at 1.8%. And so, this is. Um, and so, th- the word "muted," which really kind of kind of bothers me, because the goal is supposed to be for price stability. the The goal written into the Fed's mandate does not say does not say inflation shall be modest in voice but not muted. No, it says you have price stability. And so when you say that inflation's at 1.8% and not 2%, what you're arguing for, what many and what many people inside the Fed are arguing for is that that for whatever reason they believe that there is still slack in the labor market and that we could actually get more people to work using the tools of monetary policy. Now I disagree with that just as a as a matter of uh, as a matter of economic theory. I still I still believe that the Fed really can only control the inflation rate and that trying to run high pressure monetary policy as it appears they are trying to do right now eventually ends in tears um you can't influence the unemployment rate and you certainly and you certainly will end up with higher inflation in the long run but it's taking some time yes there's disinflation happening in other parts of the world absolutely that's that's that in in short is why I believe uh, the EU did renegotiate with Boris Johnson on this deal because they don't want the disruption that a no deal brexit would look like so I believe that I believe that uh, there's um 
that there are some risks out there and that they are international, but I don't know that the I don't know that the Fed can do very much about them. And Clarita goes on. Let's play the second cut to talk about the role monetary policy can play in this environment. Turning now to monetary policy, at both our July and September meetings, the FOMC voted to lower the target range for the federal funds rate by 25 basis points. With these decisions, the current target range for the federal funds rate is 1.75 to 2%. And this compares with the range of 2.25 to 2.5% that prevailed between December 2018 and July of 2019. The committee took these actions to provide a somewhat more accommodative policy in response to muted inflation pressures and the risk to the outlook that I mentioned a moment ago. So the, que- the question is this, and in the piece that I've been citing from the Wall Street Journal, um, you have some, some quotes, for example, from uh, Jan Hatzius, uh, who's the chief economist at Goldman Sachs, the risk is that even a balanced message sent, avoids sending a clear we are done me- message results in a sell-off. Let me say that again. Let me get the, see if I can get that. The risk is that even a balanced message that avoids sending a clear we are done message results in a sell-off in short-term bonds, which would send interest rates higher, would reinvert the yield curve, uh, and, and actually perhaps uh, be an even stronger signal. Uh, a stronger signal of um, of economic weakness coming ahead, and then and then add to that. This is um, the chief economist at Mellon, uh, uh, Vince Reinhardt, who's now uh, who used to be a, a, an economist at the Federal Reserve. When they talk about uh, balancing these risks, and in essence, they they talk about trying to buy insurance. Uh, and that's one of the words that uh, Vice Chairman Clarida uses in that quote. He says, hey, you don't know how much long, how long you have to buy it and how much more you have to buy. And particularly given this new bout of uh, don't call it QE that the, the Fed is engaging in, um, that, that they're engaging in, I think it's very, it's very clear to me that... Um, that uh, uh, it's very clear to me that the markets are nervous about where, where Fed policy is going. Into that market again, to go back to the question asked, okay, how can you have significant earnings growth in a recession? I think the answer is we don't know where the interest rate that you discount those future earnings are going. And the difference between going from 1% to 2% and the difference from going from 2 to 3%, to go back to my, my simple example of the, of the perpetuity bond or console, as we discussed in the last hour, we told you, if interest rates are 1%, the bond that pays, uh, 1%, the bond that pays you $20 a year forever is priced at $2,000. If you go to 2%, that bond is now worth $1,000. It's a 50% cut in the price of the bond, which me, you know, and of course you can hold it for as long as you like, but, but at some point you're not going to get, but particularly on a perpetuity, since you're never going to get many of those distant payments because you're going to die someday, the hit to you is real. That's a real capital loss that you're going to face. The same thing true in stocks. If you don't know where interest rates are going and you think that at some point they're going higher, the market is likely to li- likely to fall at some point. And as much as the Fed tries to tamp down short-term rates, the problem is people are are trying to run to safety, get out of uh, this disinflationary environment in Germany, um, the uh, risky environment in China, away from the risk of bre- uh, of uh, of a messy Brexit. Uh, in the UK, and they're just running into U.S. bonds in particular, U.S. Treasury bonds in particular, which is pushing down their yield because it's pushing up their price. People, The demand for those are higher. So that's the marketplace in which, in which we are. And if we take that and look at, look at uh, uh, some of the economic data of the week, what's causing those concerns, you've got positive and negative numbers that you do every week. The housing market seems to be doing better because there's been about a hundred basis point decline in mortgage rates. Um, in case you've not listened too closely to uh, our radio stations, uh, including here at Business 1440 during the breaks, 
You'll hear mortgage broker after mortgage broker, real estate broker after real estate broker telling you it's a great time to buy because interest rates are coming down. They have. They're right. It has come down. And and according to a, a review from the uh, National Association of Home Builders, uh, a survey of them, their numbers just popped up very strong this week, including uh, prospective buyer traffic. So don't just look at the stock market to say, how can we have increased earnings growth and still have, you know, the stock market's doing well. It might even go, you know, the S&P might actually go from 3,000 up as far as 3,400 as Barron's is talking about right now. Well, why not in a low interest rate world? Why not in, in a market where where the housing's, where housing's doing well? Remember, as the real estate bubble that we remember from the early, from the mid 2000s it didn't slow down slowly it's more of a sudden stop and i do think that this that sudden stop is a, is the, is a potential scenario for what happens when all of a sudden the interest rates begin to turn in the other direction because people are becoming more and more concerned about about holding on to something uh holding something closer to cash because they just don't want to be caught with the risk that a, an increase in interest rates might just completely clobber their bond holdings and stock holdings. We'll talk more after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Do you want to get rid of your expensive landline, save money, but keep your important home telephone number? then OurOldNumber.com has the perfect solution. OurOldNumber.com allows you to keep your home phone number and cancel that expensive landline connection. With OurOldNumber.com, calls from family and friends to your home phone number are answered by a personal greeting from you. The caller selects which family member they want to reach, and the call is immediately forwarded to that family member's cell phone. Your important home phone number is still your number. It's still in directory assistance, and no matter where you happen to be, you'll never miss a call. There's no equipment to buy. There's nothing to install. There are no long-term contracts, and it's only $9.99 per month. Best of all, OurOldNumber.com eliminates those annoying sales calls. Now, your home telephone number can be as mobile as you and your family are with OurOldNumber.com. Visit OurOldNumber.com to learn more and get started today. OurOldNumber.com. Are you a member of our rewards program? Yeah, I had the card here somewhere. We've all been there, rustling around for that rewards card you can't seem to find. At Business 1440, we simplified the process. All of the perks, none of the hassle. It's the Business VIP Fan Club, where you'll get early access to tickets for our events, exclusive content, prizes, and more. Sign up at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. It may not require a textbook, but it's filled with valuable lessons. It may not take place in a classroom, but it's an ideal environment for learning. It may not involve a diploma, but it can help prepare Minnesota's young people for life. It's high school sports. High school sports can play a critical role in a student's overall education. In fact, studies show that students that participate in high school sports are more likely to enjoy greater levels of achievement in their academic lives. If you think high school sports are only about competition, think again. Better yet, think about attending a high school sporting event in your community. You'll be amazed by what you see. High school sports, a winning part of a complete education. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Blue Ox Heating and Air. Your old heating and cooling system could be costing you money. BOGO, BOGO, BOGO. Buy a high-efficiency furnace and get an air conditioner for free. That's right, free. Plus 18 months no interest and no payments for qualified buyers. Hurry, this offer expires November 30th. See GoBlueOx.com for details. Blue Ox Heating and Air. Legendary service, install and repair. We'll fix anything with legendary care. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, Business 1440, 651-289-4477. The number to call with questions and comments on the day. 
Let me remind you, we will be at, we will be at, on Tuesday, October 22nd. That's coming up just this Tuesday. Are we sold out yet for this dang thing? No, we've got some seats left, but the only only general admission tickets left. All of the preferred ticket seating, all the VIP ticket seating for the War for American Soul are gone. They're sold out, but you can still see you. I'll, I'll come back there and, you know, the news felt Mitch Berg and the news felt King Banyan and Brad can all get together and and body surf in the general admission seats. I think that would be fun. What kind of music would Wyatt play for body surfing? For body surfing? Yeah. I don't really know. It depends on who's body surfing, I guess. Mitch. Mitch is body surfing? Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. We want to see that? I I would love to see that, actually. (laughs) The real question is, will he follow through with it? Yeah, I don't know. Well, we're, we're, we're just throwing it out there. We'll see We'll see if he's uh, going to be willing to do it. But anyway, where is he going to body surf? If he body surfs, he's going to body surf at the War for America's Soul, Dennis Prager and Larry Elder Live, to this Tuesday at the Crown Plaza Air in Bloomington, Minnesota. Okay, the show gets starts at check-ins at 6.30. The show comes on at 7. You want to be there for the main event. There's still tickets available at uh, go to TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com and click on the banner and get those seats. They're still there. Uh, we would love to see you there. I will I will catch you there on Tuesday night. Thank you so much for for being with us on on that on that event. That's gonna that's gonna be a lot of fun. That's, that's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm su- I'm super looking forward to seeing you there. Um, yeah, I I'm getting a I got a a tweet from uh, one of our longtime listeners, Narn fan. Um, talking about uh, Nigel Farage, uh, who's apparently on uh, on Fox right now, where they are talking about uh, the uh, Brexit uh, delay and saying he's unhappy. Let me explain that to you quickly, because I know I've got a fair number of my listeners who love Nigel Farage. Farage and Boris Johnson, we talked about here on the show before, here on Business 1440, were always a marriage of convenience. They are really not like each other. Boris Johnson is is basically from a from the British version of an Ivy League school. Nigel Farage is is certainly not that um, much more of a much more of a a man of the people kind of person, a uh, bit of a bomb thrower. Uh, I I like Nigel Farage. I understand that when I say bomb thrower, I say he he can he can engage in grand rhetoric as can. As can Boris, but Boris kind of delivers it with a velvet glove. Um, uh, Nigel delivers it with a, with a more of an uh, an iron or a mace fist. Um, it was always a marriage of convenience. They were willing to work together, but what's been exposed over the last seventy two hours is that Nigel Farage never wanted a deal. He only wants a no deal Brexit, and there was no and. I don't think there's any deal that could be negotiated that would have led to there's no deal that would be negotiated that would lead to uh Nigel Farage saying, Hey, this is a good deal. We should take it. Let's 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 vote for this. Never, ever, ever was going to happen. Um here's the deal. Here's the problem. Once Brexit passes, if a deal passes and then after October 31st, there's an election. On what platform is Nigel Farage running? He doesn't have a platform, really. So it was always going to be the case that if a deal got passed, Farage's party would pretty much slip into oblivion. And that the major beneficiary of that would end up would be uh, the Conservative Party. So Farage, who's who stepped away for some years thinking, okay, the conservatives are going to deliver. Theresa May said, no deal is better than a bad deal. I believe her. So he, he said, I don't need to, I don't need to be in politics anymore. Came back after, after the third try to pass the May, May bill is now going around. I've listened to one thing and I decided not to play it. Uh, but, uh, Nigel was on, uh, British uh, radio. And now I guess has been on a phone. has been on a phone interview with Fox, um, saying how, how ugly this thing is and that he's very unhappy with Bojo. Well, that's not to be, that's not to be a surprise to any of us. Um, so 
sure. Why not? Why wouldn't he be upset? Uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens on Monday. Um, if I'm a betting man, I think I still think there's probably a twenty to thirty percent chance that the that uh, they will go out on the thirty first. I think there's probably a much greater chance that they will go out within thirty days. That they're going to need a technical extension because there's lots of bills that have to get passed and probably not enough days probably not enough days to um, get everything done that needs to get done um, what what uh, what the Letwin amendment did was basically create delay drop the you know what, what uh, my friends when I was in the legislature called drop the plow uh, in order to uh, slow things down and gum up the works so my guess is they'll have to do that um, I still think there will be a second referendum, but it will be after they've come to an agreement. They're going to ask for confirmation, which is exactly what happened when they went into the European uh, went into the European Common Market back in the 1970s. I think they will just rely on that precedent and do it again. Six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. Let me uh, let me move from that to and on to a, a couple of pieces there. There has been an interesting battle. I want to talk about this, and I will take some time at, toward the end of the show to talk about uh, talk about the Nobel Prize in economics. We didn't get Jagdish Bhagwati, but we we got good people. I I am very happy with what the Nobel Prize, what the Nobel Committee did with the economics prize on Monday. Very very happy. Uh, but let me uh, and, and it relates to this. There is. Uh, there has been a, a debate uh, lying under the, uh, the the conversations that you hear about wealth taxes in the proposals put forward by Elizabeth Warren, by Bernie Sanders. Um, I haven't heard an explicit wealth tax asked for by anyone else, but I suspect to fund anything like a Green New Deal or Medicare for All, the wealth tax will be on the table. There's a new book out by uh, 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 Emmanuel Size and, uh, Gabe, uh, and, and Gabriel Zuckman, um, titled The Triumph of Injustice. There's already book reviews of it that are very, uh, very, uh, uh, very much in favor of, of the uh, book, saying, see, this is a statement. The rich are getting richer. We're all getting... Okay, and the ultra-rich, meaning the top one-hundredth of one percent of the income distribution, are paying less in taxes than they did before. It has been very interesting to me that over the last week, criticism has not just come from those of us who might be of a more conservative bent. No less than Larry Summers, Treasury Secretary of um, Treasury Secretary of Bill Clinton has come out and said that the math being used in this particular book, in the Triumph of Injustice, is in fact a pretty shaky, and and does not believe it to be true. So. They've, so what they did was, what they've done is this, and, and here's where this gets very interesting. Let me first explain, for those of you listening who are not familiar with the ways of academia, what do we mean when we say peer review? Okay, Peer review means the following, and I'm going to be a little, I'm going to be somewhat critical of it, even though I'm part of the process. I do reviews of, of articles for a variety of journals uh, in my fields of specialization. So I get some articles in monetary policy. I actually have a background in sports economics, and so I do a fair amount of uh, reviews for journals that publish papers in sports, in, in the economics of the sports industry. Um, those, are, those are the fields that people ask me to do reviews in. And, and so um, about a year and a half ago, these same two authors, Size and Zuckman, had an article published in the Quarterly Journal of Economics. It's not just a peer-reviewed journal. It is the number one peer-reviewed journal in economics. 
the most mean number one by the fact that it is the journal that produces articles that are cited the most by other economists and other in other journals in that particular journal in that particular journal they published an article in which they talked about and this was done along with uh, uh, Thomas Piketty okay of course the the the, the the Triumph of Capital, Piketty's book that we've talked about here on the show in the past that's been around for ages. Um, Piketty, um, Size and Zuckman in 2018 published a paper in the Quarterly Journal of Economics to estimate, uh, attempting to estimate just not just the tax on the top 1%, but they also do this top one one-hundredth of 1%. That's a really thin slice it's based on it's based on data that they've they argued have been collected from the IRS and on the basis of that data they drew a graph which showed that rate showing that that tax rate actually had picked up since 2008 and that that top tax rate or I should say this is um the average tax rate was at a number above 40%. And it had been at about 45% back in 1962. So is it lower than it was back in the 60s? Yeah. It's been as high as 50% and was it near 50% as late as uh, 1999? Fell fell below 40% during the... uh, Dur- fell below 40% during the uh, Bush administration, rose and then rose above 40%, fell dramatically, and then came back to this level. I should note, the average tax rate is pro-cyclical. It rises during business cycle expansions. It falls during business cycle declines. It's kind of, it, So this is normal. So the, these wiggles are not all policy-related. They're also related to the state of the economy. They now are publishing a new result in this book that says that the actual rate of average tax for these people are is below is now at about twenty five percent. No, not forty one, but twenty five. A sixteen sixteen point difference, or about a forty percent change, on the tax for this top one one hundredth of one percent. This is the two different studies by two different groups of people, one conservative, one liberal. These are two studies by the very same authors, uh, except for Piketty, who was, who's not a co-author on the book, on the new book, with the lower rate. How does this happen? Well, if you're interested in that, stay tuned. We'll tell you right after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Guys, waking up over and over to urinate is not okay. But now, you can reduce those nighttime bathroom trips with the ingredients in Super Beta Prostate P3 Advanced. We're talking about less urges to urinate at night, less bathroom trips during the day, and better bladder emptying. It's like taking three prostate supplements in one. You can try a full 30-day bottle of P3 Advanced, free. Just pay shipping and handling. No strings attached, no obligations, and no commitments to buy. This is a 30-day supply, absolutely free. Call 1-800-424-7126. Super Beta Prostate is the best-selling brand in major retailers like Walmart. But for this no-strings-attached free bottle, you must call now. Call 1-800-424-7126. Don't miss out on this unprecedented free offer. 1-800-424-7126. 1-800-424-7126. 1-800-424-7126. Get random length steel for just 30 cents a pound now at Discount Steel. Discount Steel is having a truckload sale event. Don't miss out on this amazing opportunity. Just 30 cents a pound for random length steel. Stop in today and join their community of do-it-yourselfers, artists, creators, and business owners to shop and get inspired. Visit DiscountSteel.com to view their wide selection of metals, hardware, and processing services. Hurry in to take advantage of this tremendous sale on random light steel. While supplies last, exclusions may apply. 
I'm a trained lawyer. I went to law school. My name is Alan. I am a current student at the OTA office in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, I'm a retired district court judge, and when I decided to retire, I'd always had an interest in financial markets. I had done quite a bit of research, read up on OTA a lot. I think I had a pretty good idea of what to expect. The actual class itself was more impressive than I even anticipated. I mean, after I attended that half-day class and um, fell in love with it after that, I was absolutely 100% sold. It's almost like a light bulb goes off. You start following your rules. You recognize the mistakes you shouldn't uh, make and you stop making them. I feel like I've actually turned a corner. I'm actually on a great path. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to do this. And I think a lot of people get scared away from the financial markets because they don't think they're smart enough and nothing could be further from the truth. Call today for a free investing class at 952-814-4410 or go to learnwithota.com. Let's face it, life can get busy. Between work, trips to the cabin on the weekends, keeping your eye on the markets, with everything going on, convenience usually comes at a premium. But Business 1440 is here to make things a bit easier. With the iHeartRadio app, you can stream your favorite shows anytime, anywhere, and it's free. Download iHeartRadio from the App Store or listen online at iHeartRadio.com and stay connected with your best financial partner wherever you go. Business 1440. Oh, I love this. Is this what I think this is? Play it for a second more. Yes! All right. So Wyatt's on his second week here. I don't know if this is Wyatt or maybe Eric snuck in to throw to throw a little Zappa on for me. Zappa is always welcome on the King Banyan Show. Dating all the way back to my days doing music radio with on a college station in California back in the late seventies and early eighties. Always, always welcome. Thank you so much for listening. Six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. Six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. The number to call questions and comments. Okay, so this becomes a real geek out kind of sec- segment of the King Banyan Show because I have to talk about about how data are adjusted. I know you're going to want to say manipulate, mind. You're going to want to use all kinds of uh, value-loaded terms. I want to say two pieces about this that I think are important for you to understand. So to to reset the the, the conversation, there's there's a new book out called The Triumph of Injustice by Emanuel Sines and Gabriel Zuckman, which contends that that the rate, the tax rate on... The tax rate for the ultra-wealthy, that top one one-hundredth of one percent, dropped precipitously through the period where, through the period in which, uh, uh, from ni- the 1960s to 2014 that they studied, which to some extent contradicts a result that they showed in a paper that went through peer review in it, just a year and a half ago in what what I believe to be probably the top economics journal in, in, in the world, which is uh, the Quarterly Journal of Economics. With all due respect to the American Economic Review, I think, I think it's based on, on some uh, citation index. Be that as it may. Highly respected journal. Two, two maybe three, three other economists reviewed that 2018 study, said, yep, that's good, that should get published. The book doesn't go necessarily through a peer review process. We don't really know what kind of process they went through. What was interesting was they were giving out samples of the book and chapters and and write-ups and simplifications for journalists in order to get people interested in buying the book. That's normal. But the book didn't go but what we don't know is whether the book went through a peer review process. Now, to their credit, Zuckman late this past week releases a statement on the methodology and how the methodology they're using now differs from the methodology they use in the the peer-reviewed article. And the differences are, are in fact, quite significant. I posted an article uh, before and then also now put up for you a uh, 
a Twitter uh, feed that uh, came from, uh, I'm trying to remember, I'm not sure I'm going to pronounce this uh, person's right, but uh, he's at Columbia University, an economist named uh, Wojtek Kopchuk, um, who's editor of another top economics journal, where he's in fact tried to take this piece apart and say, what did they do? He says, first, so, this is from this is from another article that was written by uh, Phil Magnus uh, um, earlier this week at the American Institute for Economic Research, uh, which is which is libertarian more than it is conservative, but certainly certainly a very free market economics uh, uh, focus to this. Just to be clear about where biases might lie, because we're we're talking about bias. They talk about the changes of the day, the biggest one being that they've changed uh, how they measured the incidence of corporate taxes on the ultra-rich versus everybody else. Um, so this is, this is a major change that, 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 that according to uh, uh, Kopchik and, and to Magnus, really changes the outcome. Now, there's a famous line that I remember about Johnny Carson, about doing comedy. And the line is, by the premise, by the bit. Right? When you're doing a joke, the premise of the joke, the setup, has to be plausible. The audience member has to actually imagine, yeah, that's something that could happen. And then that shock, that surprise ending that, that is supposed to evoke the laugh afterwards will be more real because they'll be like, oh, wow, that really could have happened. Wow, I never thought of that. Oh, man, that's really funny. Um, you have to... It, to get at this piece, to get at what's happening here, you have to lay out the assumptions, which apparently in the early articles that were written were not told to the journalists because, well, this is the tactical stuff. We're not going to really show you this stuff. It's not here. And and they, they apparently doctored the impact of the corporate tax rate. They adjusted it in a way that they believe should be fine, but they admit no one's adjusted the data like we've adjusted bef the data before. Zuckman says, I'm trying to convince you that the way we're doing it is the right way to do it, and everybody that's done it before is wrong. Okay. That's fine, but that's that's Carson by the premise by the bit. And so when you read pieces that are out there that are telling you telling you, well, you know the rich are paying so much less in taxes than they did before, so of course we should hit them with this with this particular with with say the two percent tax that, that Warren's discussing or three percent taxes, I believe I believe Sanders sort of said, you know, two percent? Hold my beer. I guess he can't have beer anymore because of the heart attack, so sorry. You know, hold my beer. Three percent. I'll see your two and raise you. Three. I'll give you a three percent tax. Um they and, and this is being used though with this adjustment, this is what's being used to argue for the war in tax. And you can say, look, based on normal adjustment of tax return information, the way it's been done, the way it's been accepted in the literature all these years, would say that no, there's been a very small decline in average tax rates for, the, for that top one hundredth of one percent over the last 50 years. You have to make, and you should be careful, you don't want to say it's an unsupported assumption. You have to make an assumption that is not standard practice in the profession to come to the conclusion that the rich are paying so much less than they did before. Because they're, they're saying, in essence, the rich paid a far higher proportion of the corporate tax in the 1960s than they do today. I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I'm saying it's unproven. Okay, I don't know that. If you believe that, then you probably will like the idea of, of, of the war and wealth tax, to which I would like to add one more point. Here's the part that I, I believe, you know, if you're talking about the wealth tax, be sure you say it in this way. I'm going to be taxing wealth, okay? The war and wealth tax basically says I'm going to tax wealth at 2% every year. Right. If I, 
Because because wealth is not wealth is not a flow. So income is a flow. I get so much income every year. I get paid by the university and it gives me so much money every year. We call that we call that a flow variable. It's just what you would call it in physics or in engineering or in economics. We we use the same term. That's a flow variable. Wealth is not a flow. Wealth is what we would call a stock. You have a stock of wealth. But taxes are a flow. Unless you're going to just say, we're going to hit everybody with a 2% tax on their wealth over $50 million one time and never do it again. We're, in fact, going to have to have 2% tax. And I'm, going to, I'm, I'm not even getting into the enforcement issues and the tax evasion issues or so forth. Let's suppose nobody evades. Let's suppose we can perfectly calculate how much wealth everybody has so we can establish who's, who's responsible for the tax and how much, how much they need to pay. And let's suppose that rate's 2%. That's 2% every year. I did the console story in the past for this reason. I was setting up to this. That 2% every year acts like a tax that reduces, you know, every year. When you do that in terms of a net present value calculation, we try to fi- figure out what the impact is on the stock of wealth. That's not taking 2% because you're taking 2% every year. You're actually going to be taking away based on reasonable estimates, potentially as much as 40 to 70% of that wealth. Okay, you could have a tax rate on wealth of 70%. You say, well, who needs more than $50 million a year? But I I, I would point out, well, that means that you think that wealth is just going to sit there and be quiet, Right. No, no, you're not going to move the money for 2%. I said, yes, but would they move the money for 70%? Would you, would you hire someone to help hide your wealth in order to protect it from 70% taxation? You bet your bottom dollar you would. We'll be back after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Yes. Business 1440 is KYCR Golden Valley. The following statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. Amber and trials tested mild to moderate symptoms. Testimonials based on 90 days of use. Results may vary. IRI US MU of 52 weeks, 71419 by UPC MLBO. Hi, I'm Mary Lou Retton. When I competed in gymnastics, I used to love to talk about my health, my energy, and my will to win gold. But today, I want to talk to you about something I used to keep private my menopause. Between my hot flashes and night sweats, and worse, my constant fatigue. I felt like a stranger in my own life. Nothing I tried could give me relief until I discovered Amberin. Amberin is clinically shown to relieve 12 menopause symptoms. Amberin is not a drug and is 100% estrogen-free and clinically tested. Thanks to Amberin now, my energy is back. And those days of fearing hot flashes and night sweats are gone. I feel like myself again. Amberin works. It really works. Hurry to your Walmart, Walgreens, Target, and other fine stores and see why Amberin is America's number one menopause relief supplement. Pro-life across America, the Billboard people. Did you know my mom's going to have a baby? She is? Will it be a boy? Or will it be a girl? We don't know yet, but we heard the heartbeat, and my dad said this is going to be someone very special. You mean like being a president? Or maybe a doctor? Well, probably maybe like a singer or dancer, I think. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. We know that every baby is a miracle and has the potential to do great things. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. Are you ready to make some improvements to your home? Maybe plush new carpeting or beautiful wood flooring? How about worry-free, waterproof, luxury vinyl plank flooring in your bathroom or basement? They even have a huge variety of affordable kitchen cabinets and countertops to choose from. When you're ready to start looking, Serenity Home Interiors can help. With their spacious 4,000-square-foot Burnsville showroom, they have thousands of combinations to match your dreams and your budget. Plus, the friendly professionals at Serenity Home Interiors are here to help you every step of the way. 
Serenity was founded on providing you with name brands you can trust, service you deserve, and pricing you can afford. So whether you need full-service interior design, a new floor installed, or you're a do-it-yourselfer and just want to purchase what you need at a great price, Serenity Home Interiors has you covered. Call today for a free no-pressure, no-obligation in-home consultation and estimate at 952-303-4033 or visit shi-mn.com. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, Business 1440. 651-289-4477. We'll get away from the wonkery of how you adjust to ca- calculations of a uh, average tax rate for the ultra-wealthy. Um, looking forward to seeing you all Tuesday night at uh, War for America's Soul. Um, still tickets available. Go to TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Uh, Dennis Prigger, Larry Elder. I mean, yeah, yeah, you can see me. That'll be fine. But we, we really want to see are those two guys because they're going to they're be really good, and you're going to want to be there. TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Click on the banner, War for America's Soul Tour, coming Tuesday down in Bloomington, Minnesota. Details there. Um, lots of interesting things. What Seizing a stock overflow, what could go wrong, asked Narn fan. fan. Um, well, in... Capital is a stock. So if you think about seizing the machines and the land, that's what that's what a that's what a stock that's what a stock taxation looks like. Of course, that's tax. When you say you're seizing it, you're just taxing it at one hundred percent. They're saying, "Well, I just want to take two percent a year. Just take a little bit each year, right?" Um, it reminds me about the joke that sort of ends like that. I'm not going to do the whole joke, but it it ends with the punchline: "You don't need a pig like that all at once." If you don't know what that joke is, go look it up. They have Twitter these days. Um, anyway, I wanted to say a few words about the, the Nobel Prize in Economics. I thought this was a in- great and interesting prize uh, um, given to uh, to uh, given to uh, uh, three economists: Michael Kremers, uh, Esther Duflo, and uh, Abhijit uh, Banerjee. Uh, Duflo and Banerjee are are, are a couple pretty sure i do not know the other areas i'm quite certain it's the first time the economics prize has gone to a husband and wife team and uh and and kremers is is also there they're all affiliated uh with harvard university um but what they've done is what they have done is really revolutionized the study of development economics okay and this is economics of developing countries the question is always sort of like try to figure out what's working. What in fact is working? And their way of doing it is actually to do field studies by going into various communities in the developing world and actually uh, bringing a, a sense of laboratory to the, to the work. Right? Creating a laboratory, meaning that we're going to actually take, you know, a community, a village or so forth, and we're going to we're going to try to create create something called a randomized control taught uh, a randomized controlled trial or RCT I'm going to use the letters cuz I have trouble saying randomized controlled trial uh when I'm trying to speak fast on a radio so RCT what that means is that that we are actually trying to recreate a laboratory environment to work with human beings in in a real world setting now, how might I do that? There are a number of ways. The way that the way, in particular, that uh, Banerjee and Duflo have done it has been to go into a go into a, some community and say, for example, I want to find out what the impact. So let's talk about like universal basic income. Uh, the, there's been people, there have been cities that have been trying to do UBI and trying to collect data. We've talked about them in Stockton, California, and up in Canada. Okay. Um, they haven't done it the way that these folks would do it. Here's what they would do. They would, they would divide the people. They would figure out who is in what situation 
and they would actually they would try to put them all together and then match them up so they have two as identical people as they possibly can have they would give them some treatment for example job training to help the poor but into the one group of them they might actually add a let's suppose let's suppose because let's suppose they're doing this in Bangladesh which is one place where they've done their work they might say we're going to give you $50 a month in the other group they don't give $50 a month to and then they try to establish what does that $50 basic income do to the choices that these folks are making they would just measure it and they would report out the measurements Believe it or not, that is rare. That is until the last fifteen years, something that was rarely done in economics. And it's it's the beauty of what and and what they and frankly anything we can do that can recreate the ability of us to use the scientific method in economics is wonderful. Now it won't work everywhere. There are lots of questions that need answers in economics for which randomized control trials simply are not feasible. And it doesn't mean that we should stop studying those. But we should recognize, and what the Nobel Committee did was to recognize, true to its roots as a, as a, as a prize for science, as Alfred Nobel wanted, to recognize when people are actually trying to engage the principles of science in the study of a social science, that is something that we should praise. And I think they've done re- a reasonably good job in bringing these three ind- these three individuals forward for recognition with this Nobel Prize. So I say to the Nobel Committee, thank you. That's a that is a good and useful thing you've done. When we get together next week, who knows where the Brexit story will be. I had to cut out a lot of the stuff we're going to report on because because events overwhelmed us. But trust me, there's a lot more happening on that front. I hope we'll see you Tuesday uh, at uh, the Bloomington Crown Plaza air to see see uh, the War for America's Soul. And, and thank you so much to Wyatt and to... Uh, and to Eric and to John for production work down there. And we'll be back and we'll see you next Saturday here on the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Sebastian Gorka here for Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that was formulated by doctors to help your body deal with inflammation and pain. The reason I've told so many of my friends about the three-week quick start is because as we get older, occasional aches and pains can be a real problem, keeping you from sleeping through the night or doing the things you love and need to do, like taking walks or playing golf, going up or downstairs, or simply playing with your kids or grandkids. Tens of thousands are now like me, glad they ordered the three-week quick start for just nineteen ninety-five. After years of back pain, I found relief, and I believe you could too. Folks, this is why the father and son owners of Relief Factor, Pete and Seth Talbot, created the three-week quick start, and they discounted it to only nineteen ninety-five. Approximately 70% of those who order it go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain too. Go to relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or call 800-500-8384. Like the rest of us, you're probably tired of all those annoying sales calls to your home telephone number. Now, there's a solution. OurOldNumber.com will block those pesky robocalls from getting through. And most live sales calls will hang up. So how does it work? Callers to your home telephone number will hear a personalized greeting from you. The caller selects the family member they wish to reach, and the call is immediately forwarded onto the family member's cell phone. There's no equipment to buy. There's nothing to install. No long-term contracts. It's still your phone number and remains in directory assistance. The service is only $9.99 per month, and you can eliminate your landline connection and save money. Now, calls to your home phone number can reach any member of the family, wherever they are, and get rid of those annoying sales calls. OurOldNumber.com. It's just $9.99 per month. Go to OurOldNumber.com to learn how you can get started blocking sales calls today. That's OurOldNumber.com. OurOldNumber.com. You'll be glad you did. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. 
Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real, natural-looking hair back permanently. They're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts SAVE11 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. You wash it. You cut it. It's your own real, naturally growing hair. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text SAVE11 to 85850. That's S-A-V-E 11 